we consume and share news today it is larger rooted in social media outlets there's a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online from the hottest issues to trends for our daily social media minute we're joined by erica good morning good morning happy friday happy friday are you also coughing through your days um a mm. uh, so, sort of kind yeah, of in the yeah. mornings it's is, uh, it, is it the dust uh, i it, think so yeah yeah I, I can't win this entire month i'm like coughing <laughs> and everyone it gets better as the day progresses yes it does. but uh, yeah in, in the mornings it's it's, yeah. it's a little tough <laughs> some days it's it's worse some days it's better yeah i yeah. I, I wake up and if my I, you know throat is scratch i told myself mm, the air must be horrible that's how <laughs> your I body telling you yep 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 <laughs> <laughs> let's jump into our social media minute portion of the day uh, billboards to highlight korean war heroes in new york's times square uh it marks an important anniversary yep. so it's clearly <clears throat> timely what exactly are they putting up on these billboards yes so korean war heroes will be featured on these giant billboards in the heart of times square in new york uh to mark the 70th anniversary of the South Korea-U.S. alliance and the 1953 Armistice Agreement. Uh, It's a 30-second video that Mm. features 12 high-profile American and South Korean veterans, uh, you know, who have been recognized Mm. for their distinguished military service during the Korean War. And uh, the announcement that, uh, you know, they'll be featured on these billboards was made in the run-up to President Yoon Seok-yeol's state visit to the U.S. next week. Mm. Uh, The video is going to run on the giant outdoor billboards of Samsung Electronics and LG around 680 times a day, round the clock, until May 3rd. I'm seriously asking how expensive is that? But maybe that's besides the point. Mm. That's a really long time. Yep. But more improbably, importantly is probably the contents of what's to be featured in this 30 that's second right. video. I mean, there's probably a long list of veterans to choose from, yeah. but you said it's 12 high profile veterans. Yes. Who are they? So the Veterans Ministry and uh, the South Korea U.S. Combined Forces Command chose Korean War heroes who heroically uh, contributed to protecting the freedom and democracy of South Korea. They include General Douglas MacArthur, who served as the commander of the UN forces that fought with South Korea against North Korea and led uh, Operation Chromite, which uh, changed the course of the Korean War. Um, some other war heroes featured in the video include U.S. Air Force Colonel Dean Elmer Hess, who helped evacuate around 950 war orphans from Seoul to southern Jeju, and uh, Army Colonel Ralph Puckett Jr., who led the 8th Army Ranger Company. Mm. Now, Korean-American um, Army Colonel Kim Yong-uk, who commanded a South Korean guerrilla unit mm. and also took part in the UN Force's final drive into the North, was also selected. Now, the video also honors two U.S. father-son pairs, including General James Alward Van Fleet, uh, who was the commander of the 8th Army, mm. and his son, Air Force Captain James Alward Van Fleet Jr., mm. who went missing during a B-26 bombing mm. mission. Um, and of course, uh, you know, we don't have to explain that this campaign is intended to 
express our gratitude mm. and uh, honor the dedication of both South Korean and American veterans, mm. and of course to convey the message that uh, the the bilateral alliance mm. still stands strong after 70 years. That's right. As we mark the 70th anniversary of the yep. two countries' alliance stronger mm-hmm. ever as before. You're right. It's to extend gratitude. Yep. I don't think we had to explain that, but there you have it. If you're in New York City, yeah, go check it out. Go check it out. Uh-huh. It's in Times Square. And on to our second buzzword of the day. I did stumble upon the series, apparently. Uh-huh. I assumed it was a movie because it's really that... Uh, what's the right word to describe it? Uh, intense. Intense. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> And so I, I assumed I just, it must be a film, but no, it's a six episode crime thriller, Mumkab or Bargain. Apparently yeah. one big at the Khan series competition. That's right. So Bargain, which is a six episode crime thriller tr- uh, thriller on uh, TVing, won the award for best screenplay at this year's Khan International Series Festival, or just widely known as, like you said, the Khan series. Now, during the closing ceremony, which was held on Wednesday, mm-hmm. In Khan, uh, Bargain was announced as the winner. It beat out nine other projects, yeah. including Israel's uh, 2022 series, Carthago, and South Africa's Spinners. So it turns out Bargain is Korea's first ever drama series, as well as first original streaming series to win the award. We talk about the Cannes um, Film Festival a yeah. lot, but maybe not enough about the series competition. Right. But like you said, it's uh, Korea's first ever yeah. drama series to win. Um, now, according to TVing, uh, Bargain received a three-minute uh, standing ovation following its uh, official screening held earlier this week in the French city. Mm. Uh, some 2,300 audience members were in attendance. Okay, so this is why I confused it. The, this yeah. TV series was apparently adopted from a short film of the same title. Yes. Oh. Now, the original film was directed by a young filmmaker named Lee Chung-hyun, and uh, the story of this film revolves around people who gather at a remote hotel mm. and they seek to bargain for sex. Mm. Now, this film was released in 2015. It went on to win multiple awards mm. that year and in 2016. Now, according to Chen Wusong, mm. uh, who directed the show, the series was shot in a single take. You yeah. mentioned it in the opening. Yeah. Just like the original film. So the single take style allows the viewers to feel this heightened sense of excitement and the thrill the characters experience. It almost feels and looks like a game. Right. And unlike unlike the original project, the series follows the characters after an unexpected earthquake. That's right. And it, it kind of expands on what they're exactly bargaining for, mm-hmm. right? They bargain for literally body parts. Yes. Of course, the illegal black market comes into light. Correct. And it has pretty high-profiled actors. Mm-hmm. That grabs your attention. Can you imagine what the actors might have felt like after shooting the scenes in a single take. It sounds exhausting. If one thing goes wrong, you have to start from the beginning. Exactly. The beginning. It's a never-ending cycle. Mm. Uh, this takes this expression teamwork to an entirely <laughs> new level. Yes. So, uh, actor Jin Sung-gyu, who was a big fan of the original film, said that shooting Bargain felt like preparing for a musical. <laughs> Uh, You know, a lot of musical actors would say on the record that they make mistakes all the time. And and what what do you do? You just power through. And I'm assuming it's the same with this. Yes, I think so. Now, all of the episodes were shot once and, uh, you know, a single take. And the team chose the best version. And uh, from the actors to everyone on set, uh, you know, in, in 
everyone involved in the series, basically. They check the camera work multiple times. Um, and uh, the actors say it felt like performing in front of a live audience. Which makes it so immersive for yeah. the viewers and exciting. But I can't imagine how hypersensitive everyone must have been on the scene. Have you ever been on a movie scene? It's everyone is so sensitive. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the results are clearly, clearly something to celebrate. Yes. Now, uh, the, the the series was released last year, actually, in yeah. October. Um, the, the Korean series is uh, set for global release in the summer, mm. this summer actually, mm. on Paramount Plus. And we're really big on thrillers and scary movies yeah. in the dead of summer. So there you have it. Maybe it will revive the contents industry once more. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and on to our final buzzword of the day. Uh, the German president has apologized on Warsaw ghetto anniversary once more. Yep. So uh, Germany's president has apologized for his country's World War II crimes. Uh, he made remarks on the anniversary of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising uh, in the Polish capital. Uh, Frank Walter Steinmeier, the first German president to address this uh, commemoration, joined the Polish and Israeli presidents to mark uh, 80 years mm. since the devastating uprising of Jewish rebels against the Nazi German occupiers. And uh, his words during this cer ceremony, which takes place every year, mm. was this. I stand before you today and ask for your forgiveness and the crimes committed here by the Germans. I know we like to draw comparisons about yeah. apologies that never happen. Mm. But I mean, I must add, maybe the cultural context is a little bit different. However, it says something when... So much. So many presidents and leaders of the future have repeatedly apologized yeah. for past atrocities, mm -hmm. right? Yes, and uh, the German president also criticized uh, Vladimir Putin for mm -hmm. waging his war against Ukraine. Now, the official ceremony took place at the monument to the heroes of the ghetto, which is located at the site of many of the uprising's armed clashes. Just in case our listeners forgot their mm -hmm. history class, let's talk a little bit about yeah. the Warsaw Ghetto uprising. Yes, yeah, so the Jews of Warsaw uh, began their armed uprising against the Nazis on April 19th of 1943. Uh, they prefer to die uh, rather than uh, being sent to death camps. So they fought. Right. Knowing what the concentration camps will bring about. Instead, they stood up for what they believed in. They're, they're, they're of course, their family members, yeah. their loved ones. And it was the largest single mm. act of Jewish resistance against the Germans during World War II. Uh, the Germans, of course, they brutally crushed this revolt, set fire to the entire district. Um, and as Israeli president said, uh, Holocaust remembrance is not relative. There was absolute evil in the form of Nazis and their collaborators. There was absolute good as well in the form of victims and rebels from every nation. An estimated 7,000 Jews died in the fighting and 6,000 mm. in Nazi ghetto fires. Mm. Uh, don't be confused by muddied waters. I mean, uh, politicians say different things for different reasons, uh, but what is wrong is wrong. What is evil is yes, evil. I think exactly. that's pretty simple. Yeah, so before this uh, ceremony took place, church bells, sirens rang in Warsaw. Volunteers across the city handed out paper daffodils to residents to pin to their jackets, and the daffodils represent the yellow stars mm -hmm. that the Jews were forced to wear. Thank you very much, yep. Erica, for today's stories. Have a safe weekend. You too. See you Monday.
If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.